Hey guys, we're here for interview number two. I'm George Colavos, again with my co-host. Hey guys, Everett Haley here. Uh, today's episode is sponsored by Dairy Star, located at 3472 West Devon in beautiful Lincolnwood. Dairy Star is currently open for curbside pickup as well as the normal outdoor seating. For the first time, you can now pay online with credit and debit cards for delicious treats like malts, snow blitzes, and their signature dip cones. Then head over to the shop to pick up your order. All workers wear gloves, masks, and sanitize the workstation daily to make sure you're receiving your ice cream fix as safely as possible. So, with the weather heating up, go to Dairy Star to support local business and have a sweet treat. Yeah, and here for interview two, we have Lane Tech, class of 2021, starting right-handed pitcher, Anthony Simone. Welcome What's to the going pod. going on? Happy so, to be here. <laughs> all right, well, so we know you play baseball, we know you pitch. When did you start playing? Uh, I mean, I started playing, like, probably when I was four, like, t-ball. My dad got me into it. He didn't really play baseball as a kid, but he, like, always watched baseball. And then once I once I started playing, I just kind of fell in love with the game. What uh, what park did you start playing at for, like, house league? Uh, I started playing at Wildwood Park right by my oh, house. Okay. Yeah. And, um, you know, we know you play now for the Warren Park Warriors. How did you – how did you from Wildwood? How did you switch over to playing travel ball for the Warriors? Well, I've I've switched like a lot, like too many times, honestly, in travel ball. I've been on like five different teams. Uh, before the Warriors, I was on the Diamond Dogs, <laughs> and I mean, I just kept switching just because I kept trying to find like the right fit for myself. And I think the the Warriors was definitely the right choice. Um, and I kind of picked the Warriors because I knew there was like a handful of lane kids on the team. Yeah. And once I started playing for Lane, that's kind of how I made my decision. Yeah. Cool. Did that help build chemistry, like, in, into the oh, season? Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Because, I mean, then you when you're working on stuff in, in two different kind of, like, practice settings, and then you come together for the Lane season, it for sure helps. Yeah. Did you always pitch as a growing up? Uh, I mean, yeah, when I was young, I was always, like, one of the better pitchers on the team. But then, like, three or four years ago, like, for two years, on the uh, on the Diamond Dogs, I I struggled like big time as a pitcher, and I was a better hitter, and that's kind of why I went over to the Warriors, and then I started started getting better as a pitcher again. Going to the Warriors to develop uh, your pitching. Yeah, yeah. What do you think? What would you say is uh, kind of like your your best asset as a pitcher? You know, can you can you mix up pitches? You got like a hard fastball. Like, what would you say is like? You know the key the key to your game I think the key to my game like finding success success was when I started mixing up my pitches using a fastball and a curveball and a changeup because before if I would just like rely on my fastball then I'd just I'd get hit around all over the place and mm-hmm. I'd struggle so yeah definitely mixing up my pitches did this come by yourself or with a trainer or was it through coaching at Lane um, switching and learning through- pitches? It was through both both coaching at Lane and, and coaching at Warriors, um, finding pitching coaches that had like confidence in me, and 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 look and I, and I like look up to them as coaches and we have respect for each other, and that really helped. Yeah, that's that's always big. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when, you know, if you if you get a coach to believe in you, that that just helps you believe in yourself more so. 
Right, right. What's your favorite pitch to throw? Uh, probably my fastball. I mean, it's the easiest pitch to throw, easiest pitch to locate. But, I mean, it's pretty sweet when you can, like, throw a curveball in the dirt and they swing at it or something. How, how, uh, how fast can you throw a fastball? Uh, right now I'm in, like, the low 80s. I mean, I'm anywhere from, like, I think 81 to 83. So, and yeah, I, I want to I wanna get that up to, like, the mid to upper 80s at least by senior year. But it's it's definitely better than where I was, like, two years ago. Yeah, Sox games, they've got that, like, uh, the gun out in the outfield. You can go see how hard you throw. Oh, yeah, the little, um, little tunnel thing. Yeah, so we're near cool. the low 80s. <laughs> <laughs> no, so those things, like, in some other ballparks, you'll have, like, like guys that might play, like, they might have played in college, stopped playing, and they go to those things, and you see stories where they might throw 96, and they get signed by, like, an that, I heard about yeah. that. There's a – Yeah, think the, the, A's, the Rockies the A's, guy. Yeah, or the Rockies, yeah, they signed some guy. That's I think there cool. was an A's guy, too, though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, I gotta gotta start working out, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what what kind of like workouts do you do to to help strengthen your pitch and speed? Uh, a lot of pitcher workouts are like like heavy core stuff and and leg stuff. Like big pitcher workout, kind of my favorite one is like reverse lunges, where you get the bar and then you and you do reverse lunges. But I mean, planks and any kind of push ups and stuff like that always helps too. Would you say doing really the core kind of helps? Um, your location and just you know oh yeah for sure wild. yeah yeah that's that's what it's for yeah it, it keeps you stable when you're going through like full speed in your motion mm-hmm. and that's how you locate yeah so is pitching obviously now that you're stuck to in your PO is that your favorite position in yeah baseball? dude p- p- being a being a PO is pretty sweet I didn't think it would be but once I became a PO dude it's 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 the life I mean What's you pitch you pitch it's when you only pitch. Yeah, pitcher only. Oh, pitcher yeah. only. All right, yeah. Right. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but I mean, you go, you go 100% for one game, and and if you have a good start, like a quality start, in the next three, four days, you're just chilling, watching baseball. And it's like stress free. It's pretty yeah, cool. just chilling the dugout with the guys. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's pretty yeah. fun. Yeah. So, um, I mean, we've talked to all our athletes and interviewees about the recruitment process how's that been for you and just uh, I mean, different I with definitely corona. got into it later uh yeah corona too but recently i've been like emailing sending out a lot of emails to schools that i'm interested in mostly like d2 and d3 schools um i've made a couple phone calls with some d3 schools but i mean a lot of it there are been there has been like a lot of showcases and events and camps all pushed back because of the coronavirus so it's definitely different this year for sure yeah, but you guys got travel baseball back. How's that? How's that now? Yeah, it just started two weeks ago. I mean, we're off to, we're off to a decent start. I mean, I've I've pitched two games already, both of them quality starts. So I mean, it's it's just good to be back. Like it's good to be back with the guys because we missed our, our high school season and we were yeah. all bummed out about that big time because we thought we would have been pretty good this year for Lane. Now is the competition any better or worse uh, because of coronavirus? Like are certain teams, um you know, still not participating in travel ball? Uh, there probably are still some teams that aren't, but definitely, I mean, all the teams we've played so far have been pretty good. I mean, they're all out there. Like, this is the only form of baseball we've had all year, so everyone's out there competing 100%. So, yeah, it's, it's definitely good teams right now. <laughs> That's good. So, 
you were talking about D3 schools. Would you rather, like, walk on at a bigger school if you had the possibility or be a staple pitcher in somebody's program somewhere smaller? Uh, I mean, for me, it would really depend, like, where I'm at. Like, if I was throwing, like, hard and I really didn't get a whole lot of looks and I felt I could definitely walk on to, like, a D1 school, then then that'd definitely be an option. But, I mean, you could always, like, for baseball, there's always the option of, like, being being the guy at, like, a smaller school and then even, like, transferring after two years and, yeah. and maybe, like, transferring into, like, a power, power 10 conference type of school. Um, I think that there's guys like, you know, Tim Anderson. He, uh, he played at the JUCO level where, you know, if you go to JUCO, you, you just – you just commit to baseball those two years, mm-hmm. uh, kind of get a kind of a fresh start in the recruiting process. So, like you said, you know, make your way to like a Power Five conference school. Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. For, sure, for mean, sure, starting small might might help guys get to get to bigger programs. Yeah, because I mean, for baseball, there's so many roster spots, yeah. especially if you're a pitcher. Like everyone needs a pitcher. So, I mean, if you can if you can go to a JUCO for two years and develop your game. I mean, there's guys that might go to JUCO schools that really aren't prepared at all to play, like, high-level D1 or even D2 baseball, and then they're able to transfer there and be, like, one of the aces or one of the guys there after two years. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's good. Would you say that, you know, obviously Lane is uh, has a great history in their uh, baseball program. Has there been any guys, you know, some upperclassmen that, you know, have kind of helped you out and you've learned from throughout the years? Uh, I mean, probably an upperclassman I look up to would probably be Rigel, just because he was always – Rigel Brasilio, he was always the hardest thrower when he was a senior and I was a sophomore, and he was like the ace on that team and took them took them on a pretty decent run in the state. State uh, playoffs for sure. Um, but, yeah. I mean, everyone, I mean, all the guys around me, even guys my age, looking at like my friends Ben and Ryan, I mean, those were all, we were deep this year for pitchers. We got a lot of guys we all learned from each other. We got a lot of potential, especially going into next year. I think that competition, you know, with everyone being, like you said, all the pitchers having, you know, great stuff, I think that, would you say that kind of helps, you know, motivate each other to get better each day? Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's not like, it's not like we want to put each other down or like get better than one another, but we like make each other better. Yeah. Every day, like in practices and throwing bullpens and hanging out together and stuff. Yeah. So Anthony, I think we're going to send you through like a little speed round, just fun questions. All right. All right. Yeah. I'll get, the, the, get the noise. Yeah. Get the I'll noise get ready. The noise, noise machine out. So <laughs> when, you, when you hear this noise. <laughs> That means Dude. that the one minute is over. So right. we'll, we'll try to crank through these questions. All right, all right. See if we can finish before the sound. So Sounds good. Let's, let's give it like five seconds, George, until we hit the 12. All right, yeah. All right, three, two, one, George, you start. All right, favorite artist? Uh, Probably Joey Badass. Favorite pitcher in the MLB? Ooh, Madison Bumgarner. Um, your life idol? Uh, I don't know. Maybe like Anthony Rizzo. Okay. Favorite Instagram model? <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, if you could pick any catcher in the MLB to to pitch to, who would it be? Uh, probably Contreras, Wilson Contreras. What's your go-to walk-up song? 
Uh, probably Ghetto Symphony by Asa. Um, favorite ice cream flavor? Mint chocolate chip, for sure. That's a good, that, good, that's a good pick, yeah. Find a favorite fast food restaurant? Uh, oof. I don't know, McDonald's. <laughs> All right, there you go. <laughs> All right, good job. Finish, finish within the time limit. Yeah. All right, good stuff. So no Instagram model. No Instagram model. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Probably, honestly, probably Madeline Klein, but I don't think she's not really an Instagram model. But. <laughs> <laughs> We'll, we'll, we'll give a, we'll tag her. To, uh, yeah. 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 Maybe you can take her to McDonald's. <laughs> get some mint chocolate ice cream afterwards. <laughs> yeah. Why not? All right. Well, that's everything. That was, uh, I was going to interview. All right, yeah, good good Thank you. On, guys. Man. Thank you. Of course. Thank you. It was fun, man. Thank you. All right. So that wraps it up for today's interview. Uh, me and George will be back on Saturday to uh, cover the latest news in sports and for sure discuss uh, Cam Newton going to the Patriots. So thank you guys for listening to our interview with Anthony. Uh, yep, we'll see you on Saturday. Remember, guys, 3-1-2 is for you.